We live? We doing it live. In this episode of My Mic Sounds Nice, I'm going to tell you why I'm mad in a blankety-blank mother-freaking Supreme Court. <laughs> Make sure you listen, because this might be the last time you hear us. Welcome to My Mic Sounds Nice, a freestyle conversation on health, relationships, and culture. I am one of your hosts, Timothy Jones. Always glad to be in the building. Welcome to my mic. Sounds nice. This is Kevin, aka Reggie Jacks, coming from the Bronx. My mic sounds nice. This is Aaron from Long Island. What's going on in the world, fellas? What's going on in the world? We can't start this podcast without talking about them. Them. Them, I can't say any words I I can think of. I mean, we ain't got to throw that substitute. You know, the, the, the Supreme that, Court the and adju- Roe v. Wade is the adjectives. Over. The adjectives are not needed. It'll come out, but the Supreme Court for Roe v. Wade and what they years. did before with the guns the day before. Yeah. Um, you know, yes, the, the, the Supreme Court is really on a mission right now, <laughs> and you know, like don't don't be fooled. They they yeah. they are not done. <laughs> this is this is only this no. is only uh, no. phase one. Clarence Thomas had the nerve to say we should revisit. Yeah, he made it clear. Same sex marriage and and same sex legality. Same sex marriage. So, uh, contraception. Cons- contraception. And, con- and contraception. Yeah. For, even so for, I, for I married mean, individuals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, I, I think the, the biggest fear that I have is now if we're going into, if it's not enshrined in the Constitution, then it's not a right, which is uh, just crazy to me because there are so few rights and then they all call themselves institutionalists or, you know, originalists. And, you know, we, we're just going to be left in this very frightening situation where these things are going to continue to be uh, diminished because we have to, you know, they rule. They rule. Forty percent of the country is, is basically setting the laws and the rules of with the majority. I'll I'll say this and and, and try to say it as quick and concise that um, for those that know me, I'm a Christian, I'm a minister, and a lot of people are presenting yesterday's decision as a victory for that belief. And for me, I. I I disagree with every fiber of my being. I don't believe that righteousness stems from law. If you're a Christian, the coming of Christ actually came to fulfill and change us from the law. The law was the Old Testament and people couldn't follow the law. So you're saved by grace. And so I'm just using that as a backdrop to say that you rescinding the law is not going to change the behavior pattern of of individuals. And and so, you know, what I believe in how I choose to operate, I shouldn't put that on you from a standpoint of of law. And I think that this is not only going to further rip the nation, I think it's going to continue to rip the church. It just was not a good a good day. And I think a lot of people are positioning it as such, which I think will be a further divide. And so for what it's worth, I just wanted to be that voice to say that for me, I don't, it wasn't a victory in my estimation. I I think in this world that we live in, you could never put the genie back in a bottle. When you have science, when you have 
a way to end pregnancy and man has been ending pregnancy since the Egyptian times. We've always had a way to do this. And the idea that some people, because of their beliefs, think that they're going to control other people, all they are doing is causing chaos and having women rift themselves. Yes, will a few people be stopped from having abortions in the future and be forced to bring um, children to term? Yes. But will women take chances? Will women do crazy things? Will women break the law? Will there'll be pop-up clinics that are dangerous and will women try and throw themselves down the steps and all types of dark things. All of that is correct. And the idea that a bunch of essentially older white men and stuffy white women could tell the entire world and Clarence how to behave and act <laughs> is really is and Clarence <laughs> Yeah, I said it. Stuffy white man, old white man. <laughs> I feel you too. But no, like it's it's a sad it's a it's a sad day, man. It's really a sad day. And what Kevin said is key. They are not done. It's crazy. Absolutely. I I really never thought this day would be here. I'm shocked. Yeah, I, I, I was I was I was shocked. I was shocked too. And even and and you know I I think. It is also key that we as men think about how this impacts us. And, um, you know, I even because when my, my, my wife and I, when I first brought it to her attention, like she immediately went to, um, you know, talking to the to the young men like you like because women are not getting pregnant by themselves. Now I understand, you know, that as things change. And, and so what, what does that mean? Um, not even just for men from the standpoint of these women are our daughters and, and going down that lane, which is an important lane, but just the realities. Uh, I, I think if, if we're honest with ourselves, a lot of men have been in situations where they've collectively come to that decision with the woman to make that decision to have an abortion and, and the like. And so this is, this is, I'm not ever trying to equate our plight to women, but I don't want us to be absent of that. This is a, yeah. a, 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 a situation that is impacting us collectively as a community. And we need to be able to have some of those discussions to be in position to support one another in a real sincere and meaningful way. Yeah. There is no way on this green earth that we would ever have laws in America that govern men reproductive organs or men's sexual rights. Never. We would not do it. It would never even make it. Any... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right. You're so, right. So this this is the patriarchy alive and well. If anybody wants to talk about, well, there isn't a patriarchy, there isn't um, male privilege in this world, this is all you need to see. Because could you imagine a situation where they said, hey, legally, you have to get a vasectomy? Or legally, you have to do this with your male reproductive organs? Or legally, you couldn't get, or or legally, you could not get 
a vasectomy a if vasectomy. you choose to. Yeah. Oh, Either oh. way, but I, I'm, I'm feeling you. I'm agreeing yeah, with you. Yeah, exactly. No, exactly. Exactly. I, I mean, you know, for people that have, and, you know, I've known people and children, you know, that have come from rape. Uh, I've known families or, or kids, you know, that, that have been molested and wound up pregnant and things. And in some ways for those, like, it's almost like a good day for the rapists. Like, like now, not only do they have to have them, and then you've got other laws which allow, which give the rapist certain rights around parenthood and all these other things. And it, it's just, it's such a, it, it, it's, it's such a level of like, women are just like, they, they're almost like commodities at this point. <laughs> like when, when, yeah. like when, when you, when you kind of look at this ruling, it's like, they're it's just, so short sighted. It's, it's like they're, they're the vessel and they're the same person. Like, I wish you would show the same type of support and love of what you call a baby for after birth. Yeah, because yeah. after, after birth is all downhill because cause, cause after, after birth, birth, you, know, after you, don't, birth you don't even it, give good prenatal care. It's like after birth yeah. is your skin tone. But before birth, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like, yo, as an embryo, we all are one. But once you come out, don't don't have too much melanin. That kid got to fight for his own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Honestly, I, I I mean I know this may sound a little crazy. This last my last point on this, but don't think that there isn't a faction of white America that you know hard right wing where they believe that we have to procreate in this country because the number of minorities are are growing, are, are, are growing so much that we need. To increase our procreation, the the Supreme Court, like they're, they're they're interpreting the Constitution, and so they in their mind that their objectivity is not supposed to be um, swayed by by public opinion. But as a nation, we're we're really at a tipping point because even with, with if if that is true and in place. But you're calling it a democracy, and it's a democracy for the people. And if you have a majority, a growing swell of people who believe otherwise, but then the system is set up to really be like, well, we're going to govern and do what we want to do, then what makes us different than any other nation that we've gone militarily to change because of because of their gov because of their government structure and a to your point when you're talking about like old white, you got three of them that are very conservative that's in their fifties, so this yeah. this makeup is in place to do what Kev had alluded to in the beginning that this is just this is potentially just the beginning of, and so yeah, this is a court that isn't this, going anywhere. This is yeah. this we we're we're in a season of reckoning as a nation and and it's going to impact everything that that we do. So from education, like these midterms, I don't think I recall ever a midterm year that's become more important than what's gonna happen in twenty twenty two. Yeah. No, I, this is all a result of Hillary Clinton. I put on Facebook people talking about you know, her emails and how they didn't like her. And for 16 years, no one thought about it. And then all of a sudden an election comes and you were tricked into can't, not even being able to stand to look at her and how terrible a human being she was. And then after the election, you don't think about her again. You were hoodwinked. You were bamboozled by Russia, by the RNC, by 
social media bots, all of those things influence you to feel negatively about this woman. Newspapers and the media. Huh? Newspapers and the media. They all play yeah. that role and how and how they reported it. Yep. Yeah. Think about it. The thing about her emails, how we made that such a big deal, it's almost a joke now. Like really <laughs> I and mean, you compare that to what we got going on now, like email and, and what Trump and them did when they left office with with destroying legal documents and no one cares. And we made this like the, the greatest crime on earth and, and the, the world Janu- fell for it. The January 6th. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah. but yeah, man, we yeah. definitely going to have to just pay attention, man. And, and please be careful if you're out there protesting and demonstrating because people are going to insert their white nationalist people going to insert the insight violence and and we we just gotta we gotta be on our toes man and 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 be focused and 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 see and see what's good so we talking about this um new york law or are we moving on i mean, I mean this is supreme court again I, I think everybody's gonna want guns i know the people i talk to around here in new york where they were like as, a, as the case was coming, they basically said, I don't want to get a gun, but if everybody's going to have a gun, I'm going to have to get me a gun. Yeah. And I, I just don't understand why the Supreme Court wants New York to be like Texas. You know, I had an argument with a good friend of mine. Well, it was about it was a group text and we were arguing. He lived down south and majority of people I was talking with lived down south. And even though they were from New York. They were influenced by Southern thinking. I'm like, New Yorkers, we don't want guns. We don't want, like, yeah, New Yorkers have guns. And yes, legally, it's the Second Amendment. But it's difficult to get a gun in New York. It's easier in some counties than others. But it's very difficult to get a gun in, in New York State. It's not it's not an easy thing. You can do it if you're committed and you really want to get a gun. But culturally, we as a state really don't want guns. Unless you're talking about upstate, you know, we, we really are not into gun culture and for the same Supreme court to say that I can have a concealed weapon in New York city is absurd. I do love the governor's response though. She was like, look, I got my constitutional scholars. We ready. We're going to set up laws that we know we, we can restrict gun access in key locations subways, schools, churches. It's going to get challenged. Yeah, but but no. Yeah, but the Supreme Court in their ruling said that you have a right to do this. You have a right to... um, I don't know. Designate sensitive areas. But I'm saying... Sensitive areas. What's going to happen is you're going to go... People are going to try to designate a bunch of areas of sensitive and somebody's going to begin to sue and they're going to say, well, why can't... Oh, absolutely. Why can't I bring a weapon into a school? Or why can't I do it? And then with this Supreme Court... If it goes back to them, they're going to say you're right. No, I, <laughs> you know, I don't you know, think. And, and I, I put it like this, right? If, if I if I say if I'm Yankee Stadium, no guns in Yankee Stadium, that's a private place. Unless we start talking about the government money that went to build it, and then you know you might have some arguments against that. But let's say like just this is a private location. I can't bring a gun in here. If something is a public space, and the public is saying that you can't have, the government says that you can't have a gun in this public space. What? How is that not the government infringing upon your right to the Second Amendment rights, as 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 the this Supreme Court kind of rules? So I I, 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 th- I think it's going to happen. I just see if it's challenged, 
I can't see it coming out in a good way. When talking to that, my wife would say, it's like, yeah, all of those um, things that, that uh, Clarence Thomas had mentioned uh, potentially going at, she was like, yeah, he didn't put in interracial marriage. <laughs> wow. Yes, Vanessa. Get it, Vanessa. I was yes. like, from yes. deep. It's yes. like so, Chef Curry Steph with Curry the from three. The, yes. From half court. That's when she said that. I was like, that's like pool shot at halftime. Like, what? Wow. She's like, because then shot's he would. That, yeah. that dropped the mic. And... <laughs> yeah. Maybe he, maybe he doesn't consider himself black. I don't know. I mean, yeah, hey, yeah. but I was like, she's like, I mean, because <laughs> yeah, if you're going to keep going, why stop? Oh, but I mean, that, that now impacts you. So I was like, that was one of those, like, I needed one of the air horns, like, bah, bah, bah. When, I, so. when I woke up this morning, loving was trending on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man, brothers. All Love right, y'all yo, both. Right. Another show All in right. the can. Until next time, this is Tim. My mic sounds nice. My mic sounds nice. This is Aaron. My mic sounds nice. Peace, y'all. I love the harmony. Got the little bone thugs. Though. <laughs> <laughs>